to the 13th Warehouse. I'm Kim. And I'm Vicky. Steve, how's the research coming? I'm only halfway through the A's. Do you have any idea how huge the warehouse database is? No, tell me. Better just said stupid question. Stupid question. Hi, this is Vicky filling in for Doug with the episode credits. Season 4, Episode 6, Fractures. Guest cast, Melanie Sprefano as Kristen, Neve Wilson as Alice Liddell, and Lindsay Wagner returns as Dr. Vanessa Calder. Created by Brent Moat and Jane Espenson. Written by Benjamin Robb, Derek A. Hughes, John Paul Nickel, and Michael Jones Morales. Directed by Chris Fisher. Original air date, August 27, 2012. Father, has Kristen come into contact with any old or unusual objects lately? We work in a thrift store. And now, the episode quick cap. Season 4, Episode 6, Fractures. Alice from the Looking Glass returns with a vengeance, and her vengeance seems to be directed at Artie. Lewis Carroll's Looking Glass arrives at a church thrift store. Alice escapes and breaks the mirror. Using a shard of glass from the mirror, Alice body swaps her way to the restaurant where Artie and Vanessa are having dinner. Pete and Micah are able to determine where Alice is heading. They call Artie, who is already at the restaurant. He sees Alice's reflection in the serving tray and is able to escape with Vanessa. Steve and Claudia have been hunting for an artifact to contain Alice and decide on a hookah that will take in and contain her soul. During the search on the uninventoried pile of artifacts, Lena sees Steve and Claudia's auras switch back and forth and joins the ranks of the warehouse staff that knows there is a problem with Steve, Claudia, and the effects of the metronome. Steve and Claudia bring the hookah to the hotel where Artie, Vanessa, Pete, and Micah are waiting to draw Alice out. Alice jumps into Vanessa and then to Claudia. She tries to stab Artie, but Steve jumps in the way and Claudia is injured. Because of the injury to Claudia's body, they are able to draw Alice into the hookah. But now Steve has no alternative but to share what he knows about the metronome with Claudia. Later, Steve, Micah, Claudia, and Pete meet to discuss just what is going on with Artie, and Lena hears Artie's rants against Brother Adrian in the Dark Vault. Hi, we're back with Season 4, Episode 6, Fractures. We talked about this, I think, last week or the week before, but this episode is our one-year anniversary episode. Happy anniversary! (laughs) The pilot episode was published on August 19th, 2020, and this episode will be published on August 18th, 2021. So, yes, happy anniversary. The Artifact of the Week is Lewis Carroll's Looking Glass, which first appeared and was read in the first season's episode, Duped, so we're not going to read it again but I will link it to our website if anybody wants to read about it again. So in this episode, Vanessa is back, and Artie's heading to Rapid City to spend the weekend with her. And I thought it was cute that Claudia tells him not to be himself. Yeah, that was cute. Which is kind of a takeoff from Artie's advice to her to be yourself when she was going to meet Todd that time. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this new? No. Lord, why in your wisdom did you send me such a nudge? Karma. That is new, isn't it? No. Is this new? Yes. It's lovely. Relax and yourself comfortable and uh, I like that jacket. What, this whole thing? Speaking of Todd, last week I sent you a clip of the actor who played Todd singing in Glee. Yes, that was too funny. I didn't make the connection the first time I watched Glee years ago. 
I know I'm a dork. Oh, I watched Glee too. I love Glee. <laughs> so do I. And it's so annoying because all of them are such awful people. <laughs> They're all just horrible people. I don't know why I like it. I just like the singing and the dancing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But it reminded me when I sent you the clip. Well, I'll put it on the, our website too. But it reminded me that we never saw that kid Daryl again. Was that his name? Daryl. The guy with the band. Remember Claudia was going to join his band and we were convinced that he was up to no good? Yeah. We haven't heard anything about him again. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's been a while. I can't remember what episode that was, but it's been a while. Hmm. Steve is still trying to find out how to get himself off the metronome, so he wants to stay in the warehouse, but he ends up having to go out to help when they all have to go out to contain Alice in the mirror. Yeah, but I'm glad that things didn't work out, but things did work out. Right, because now... They all know because I think Claudia is the only one who didn't know at that point because Lena found out during this episode. Well, found out something. Claudia and Steve are searching for a containment artifact for Alice. I guess they have to contain her in something else because the mirror is broken. Although they do put her back in the glass shard. So I don't know why they needed a containment. I'm thinking when they did that, it was going to be kind of like I Dream a Genie. You know, a mist of her, whatever. Smoke would go into, what they call it, the hookah, whatever. The hookah, yeah. You know, that's how it would have been. Like, I dream the genie. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I thought, too. I thought, originally, that they needed to find an artifact to contain her because the mirror was broken and they couldn't contain her in the mirror. But they did end up containing her in the glass shard. Part of me believes that's not going to last long. Because somewhere on the line, he says something about bronze in her. But he can't because she's not corporeal. She doesn't have right. a body, so they can't do that. Somewhere on the line, they got to put her somewhere, because that bag is not really a containment, because then all of them would be in bags. But she's contained in the in the glass from the mirror. Right, so, in the bag. Right, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, I but, don't know we'll see later on, but I was curious about that, too. What do you do with her? Right. Claudia also wants to figure out how the mirror got out of the warehouse. Okay, two jobs. One, find a containment artifact for Alice, and two... Figure out how that mirror got out. We get to see the dark vault again and Sylvia Platt's typewriter. But Claudia finds the black diamond in the empty mirror stand. Steve tells Claudia about the black diamonds and the artifacts in the storage space, thinking she already knew about the missing artifacts, which she didn't. Yeah, because they got no detection of it. Right, but Steve said Uh that Artie said he was going to tell her. Yeah. It's the same thing Artie and I saw the other day. Please explain. You've seen one of these before? There is a box of black diamonds at the storage space. What storage space? Where the artifacts were stored. What are you talking about? Artie said he was going to tell you. Tell me what? That someone's been stealing artifacts from the warehouse and sending them out into the world. Okay, so many questions. Well, he, uh, he wouldn't say much, but he seemed to know who it was, and it's clearly someone with a serious beef against him. All right, I'm going to have to check the security feeds. So these are what, the Pink Panther's calling card? The one thing that kills me, like I said, in the series is that nobody pays attention or sees the obvious. One of them was already in the dark vault. Before I step anywhere and I'm going to do something, I'm going to check to make sure that there's nobody in there. Because somewhere along the line, somebody's getting in there and you know somebody's getting in there. Why are you not checking everything before you open up anything? And you can see somebody in the shadows 
and you don't feel their presence, you don't feel nothing there, and you're supposed to be, you know, aware of your surroundings, and you're not. Not only did he not know Lena was there, but he was talking to Brother Adrian, and he said, I know you're here. You know, he was talking to Brother Adrian like Brother Adrian was watching the vault. Right. So why would he open up the drawer knowing that Brother Adrian is watching, even though we don't know if he was or not? So now he's showing Brother Adrian where the astronome is hidden. Mm-hmm. I keep saying astronome instead of astrolabe. I've edited it out a couple times, but it's now getting to the point where <laughs> the sentences won't make sense if I take it out. So I'm just going to leave it that way and just know that I know that I'm saying the wrong word. So that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, no. A lot of stuff didn't make sense to me. A lot of this stuff better get explained because I'm getting aggravated. I said that last week, too. Stephen, Claudia, and Lena go into an aisle in the warehouse where the inventory hasn't been completed, and it's just a big pile of junk of crates and artifacts. You don't watch Harry Potter, huh? No. Well, this pile, they had to have taken it from Harry Potter. It was like the same thing in Harry Potter when he had had to climb this pile of junk Mm -hmm. because they were in search of a horcrux, which was on top of this pile. It was like the same scene, it felt like. Something was going to happen as soon as we seen the pile. Oh, sure. I'll get that high. And I'm going, well, who placed it like this? And why is it still placed like this? Anyways, if it has artifacts, shouldn't that be a a top priority to get this stuff straightened out? Right. And, And Lena says that, too. She says, oh, somebody's behind on inventory. So apparently that's Claudia's job, but she didn't do it. Somebody's behind on inventory in this section. I figured I'd get to it sometime before my 40th birthday. Save the date. Yeah, but how did you get this big pile of stuff? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think of that. You're right. How does it end up that high? (laughs) Yeah, as soon as she starts climbing, it is either she's going to fall or artifact is going to fall off, do something to them, and voila, here we are. Right, and that's exactly what happens. Some sort of spear falls and shocks Steve. And then Lena sees their auras going back and forth. Now, this is the part I don't really get. I don't know if it's if she's talking about something we haven't seen yet. Because Lena tells Steve that she's only seen that happen once before and it didn't end well. First, I thought she was talking about Marcus when Claudia stopped the metronome and Marcus died. Mm-hmm. But it couldn't have been because she would have had to see Marcus and Sykes's aura go back and forth. Right. And Sykes wasn't there. So... Is she talking about something we don't know about yet? I believe she is. Yeah. The first time I watched it, it, that didn't click with me. I thought she was talking about Marcus. And then when I thought about it, I was like, no, it can't be. Because, you know, she could see an aura that we don't see. Right. We happen Mm -hmm. to see this one. But then I was like, no, because it would have gone back between Marcus and Sykes and not Claudia and Sykes. Because Claudia wasn't the one who put him on the metronome. Right. So, I don't know. Steve. No, they didn't. I know what I saw, and I have only ever seen that once before, and it didn't end well. Artie wants to send Vanessa away to keep her safe, but Vanessa insists on staying, which is kind of a good thing, because as it turns out, Alice was after Vanessa to punish Artie. So if she'd left, she would have been on her own. Also was a setup, too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Tell me, Father, where can I find L'Etoile? What? What? I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know what. Damn, they'll be here soon. I mustn't be late. L'Etoile. Where is it? Kristen. Kristen. What the devil has gotten into you? (laughs) 
not the devil. You must know where I can find L'Etoile. Oh, yeah, sure. It's uh, over at Sixth and State. Uh, short drive from here. <laughs> Sixth and State. Alice, where? Rapid City, South Dakota. Why is she in Rapid City? Because that's where L'Etoile is, uh, I guess. L'Etoile? Look, the EMT that Alice body jacked said she was in a hurry to get to something called L'Etoile, and, and Micah says it means star in French. Yeah, it's also a restaurant. We happen to be at Etoile right now. I think you should absolutely join us. It's got the best tiramisu in all of South Dakota. I already assumed that Alice was after him, but it seems like Brother Adrian is doing things to punish Artie. He doesn't want to kill him. Right. He wants to punish him by hurting his friends and his loved ones. Yeah, making them suffer. Right. So if Vanessa had left, she would have been on her own to deal with Alice, and that would have been the end of it. So even though Alice took Vanessa over, they were able to get Alice out of her and into Claudia. Well, they weren't able to do it. That It just happened that way. Obviously, like, you know, we sort of talked about, Claudia goes to stab Artie with the glass, and Artie has that vision of Claudia with the dagger, but Steve jumps in front of her and gets stabbed in the shoulder. And because Steve got stabbed in the shoulder, Claudia has the injury. Yes. Which is how they were able to knock Alice off her game and get her into the glass. But, you know, obviously now Steve had to tell Claudia what's going on. Which, at the beginning of this, I kept saying to myself, why hasn't he told her yet? You know, like she said, we could have worked together. Even at one point, Artie did suggest it. He was still blowing it off because, you know, of what she might do, which in a way is true because that's Claudia, but she is the computer genius. So at one point, you're going to have to break it to her one way or another. But I mean, it finally came out. So hopefully, because like I said, I can't remember until I get to the next one what's going to happen. Um, so I'm hoping at one point, you know, they do figure it out. But like I said, too, every artifact comes with it comes with risk it comes with a disaster in the end not all well i can't say all because then we learned that some artifacts as long as it works for the good it's okay but you know what i mean it has to just be figured out but if everybody works together it can't be done i believe it can't be done yeah and i have to imagine eventually they do figure it out like i said there's so much about this storyline that doesn't make sense we're gonna pause right here for a quick break we'll be right back hey dud gramley here from yeah that can't be good if you're a fan of warehouse 13 it is very likely you're also a fan of eureka and if you aren't you should be please join kim vicky skip and myself over at yeah that can't be good for an episode by episode podcast of all things eureka you can listen at EurekaRewatch.com on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. I wasn't as happy with this one. For some reason, like last week's, this one wasn't as exciting to me. In a way, I liked it because they were all working on the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I realized? It's like last week, I didn't like the hockey part of it. Yeah. I was thinking about it, and I think because at the beginning of the series, it was just pretty much a one-off, get this artifact and bag it, and there was no backstory to anything, except for the kind of the McPherson storyline came into play eventually. But I think because it feels like there's been a backstory for so long that when they go out and retrieve an artifact that has nothing to do with the backstory, it's Mm -hmm. boring to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the beginning of the series, you know, like every week there's a new artifact and every week they have to retrieve it. And I think because there's been so much backstory going on, 
I get bored when they just have to go out and get an artifact that has nothing to do with the storyline. Yeah. I think that's my problem. Well, like I said, sometimes certain things are a little bit more exciting, and this one was kind of like, okay, we see, we know about the Alice and the Looking Glass, but I think you know we'll see what the suspense is because you know Mina comes from the shadows, and I keep on thinking that she still got a little bit of Big Pearson in her. I remember you said that before. Because every time she does something, and I'm like, maybe they didn't get it all out. Something's shady. Something's just not right. Because there's some days she's fine. Some days she's just, it's some sneakiness that's going on. Like the same Lena that was lurking in the shadows to the one that was in the warehouse. First you go, now Vanessa, you're the one cutting me off from the people that I care about, not me. You're the one, Adrian, not me. Not me! I don't know how you're getting in here, but if you're here now, know this. You coward! Coward! I will find you. I will stop you! Stop you! I'll stop you! I'll stop you. In this case, I took it as, and it's just the way I took it, and you know a lot of times I take things and they're totally wrong, so you could be absolutely right. I just Mm. took it that she's worried about Artie, and she knows something's going on, but she doesn't know what. Could be, but it's, I don't know, it's just like that sinister look. So I seem like I'm looking at two different people yeah and you've said that before and i honestly don't remember so we'll see yeah you said that enough times that i have to consider it you yeah. know now how are the artifacts getting out i thought they determined that brother adrian was doing that yeah but he just can't well no wasn't he let in by Artie? I'm trying to think whatever so did he mysteriously come in was he actually in the warehouse i can't remember now i can't remember now either but, you know, the only person I could think of that would be undetected would be Lena. Because after this little thing, I keep on saying that look on her face and I'm going, is she the one that's taking the artifacts out? That's a good thought. I didn't think of that. She's one of those that would be detected. I never actually even thought about how Brother Adrian was getting him out of there. You know, he said the brotherhood is stronger. or I forget what he said exactly. The brotherhood is has more... I don't know, has more power than the regents in the warehouse or something. He said that once. Okay, so maybe Brother Adrian has something on Lena. I never really, and I should have because, you know, things have to make sense to me, but I never actually even thought about how he was getting him out of there. Yeah, that little in the shadow thing, I'm going, nah, mm She may not know she did it, but I believe she's doing it. I know it. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember how the storyline ends or any of it. I mean, I remember episodes, but I don't remember how the storyline ends at all. Like, I know we're going to meet, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but we're going to meet Steve's mother. Okay. And I remember that episode. People who remember that episode knows what happens there. And that's the thing with me, again. I remember the guest stars. I remember the actress who plays his mother. Mm-hmm. I remember that episode, but... That doesn't really clear up the storyline with Brother Adrian. It, as far as I remember, it doesn't have much to do with it. But You know, and even as far as them working in a team, like I said, I do like that dynamic when they all work together. I do, because they do really care about each other. Yes. Random, random, random. And now for some random thoughts, facts, or things that we just thought were funny, or things that we just wanted to mention that don't really need to be discussed, but deserve a mention. This is just a weird fact. When I was looking up the cast list for the credits at the beginning, I wanted to see if the girl who played Alice in the mirror 
was the same girl who played her the last time. Mm-hmm. Although the last time, I think we only saw her once when Micah was in the hotel. Right, yeah. And she wasn't. But I did notice that the actress who played her this time, the actress who played her in the mirror, not the body she took, her name is Neve Wilson. And she also played Alice in a made-for-TV movie called Chasing Alice. Oh. It's a little typecasting. While I was looking at that, I saw a review, and I'm putting that in air quotes, on IMDb, and it was kind of disparaging the show for using Alice Liddell, who was apparently a real person, as a storyline. And I'm going to put a link on our website to that. So then I did some more research because, remember in the first episode that she was in the mirror, they said the story was really about Lewis Carroll watching somebody uh, fade into insanity? Yes. So Alice Liddell was a real person. Isn't that what the book is based on? Yeah, she was a real person who Lewis Carroll knew her as a child, but there's no evidence that she ever went mad or anything. Oh, okay. I got you. It's up in the air whether this, they're based on her or any sort of mental illness. Okay. Most of what I read says that he kind of based it on her. Like, it could possibly have been a story he told them, and then he used her name and maybe her photo, but not her as a person or her life. Now, he knew her as a child, and there's a lot of controversy about their relationship, which we're not going to talk about, because that's we don't need to talk about that. Right. But I will link it to our website if anybody wants to read about it. But other than that, I don't really have too many more notes. Do you have anything? You know, like I said, this one I wasn't really a great fan of because it was there before. The look and laugh part, even with Micah, it wasn't the most thrilling thing for me. You know, I did like Micah when she said, I I understand how they're feeling, you know, so I could take that part of it, but it just wasn't as exciting. You know, if they had like a Twilight Zone twist in it, that's something that happened while she was in the mirror. It's something that happened to you in the mirror. Besides it just being cold and lonely. All right, he did. But it was just cold and lonely. So I'm like, oh, okay. So she kind of, in a way, feels for her because mm-hmm. she knows what it feels like to be trapped in the mirror. Right. But then she also kind of feels for her because she was a child in the stories in the warehouse. She was a child that suffered from mental illness because she shot her mother. Right. So, I mean, in a way, Micah feels for her. And it's almost like she thinks maybe she could be redeemed, but, you know, it's way past that point. Oh, yeah. So the warehouse agents who wrote Alice in Wonderland incorporated artifacts into the narrative, like the Mad Hatter is based on King George III's crown, which causes madness. And the stoner caterpillar? It says, based on Hakeem Abul Fateh Gilani, a 16th century physician whose hookah could draw a person's spirit out of their body and trap it. Do you know how she got that way? Yeah. No. She was at this tea party at the home of uh, Charles Dodgson. Oh, oh, uh, uh, a.k.a. Lewis Carroll. See, I retain. Very good. Anyway, um, Curious Alice found uh, Dawson's handgun, and her mother tried to take it away, and when she did, it went off, and she watched her, her mother die in front of the mirror that eventually became her prison. I mean, I did like the episode, and I remembered it. I remembered most of it, actually. Yeah. But I don't like when they bring back old artifacts. I don't know. There's millions of artifacts, new artifacts, that they could come up with. Right. I mean, I get the point that Brother Adrian apparently is going after all the artifacts that Artie retrieved, you know, to unravel his life's work. But, you know, I'm sure there's millions of artifacts that Artie retrieved that we haven't seen yet. So maybe use one of those. Right. And I think that's what I would have preferred, too, if they used something else. But that's why I was like, eh, all right, Allison, I'm looking glass. All right, I'm done. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, we'll see you next week for episode seven. All right. Until next week. After seeing your life threatened, simply because I care about you, now this is a mistake. And as long as we're together, you'll always be a target. Oh, hold on, hold on. A few hours ago, you wanted to up our game, and now it's just over. Don't you understand? Anything more than a platonic relationship is just too risky. Some risks are worth taking. Some are not. Hi, Captain. Spock and Uhura out. Thanks. I like it when I get to be Spock. Oh, you're hilarious. Hey, this is Doug Gramley reminding you to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the 13th warehouse. On Twitter at Eureka Warehouse. On Instagram at Eureka underscore warehouse. On our website at the13thwarehouse.com or on Podbean. The music for the 13th warehouse, Reflections in the Mirror, provided by Esther Garcia under their standard license. See you next time in the 13th Warehouse. And now we're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.